Today, we are joined by Ms. Krista Peace. Krista is a financial investment advisor at Thomasville National Bank Financial Services. Krista is going to share with us today about the meaning of stocks, what it means for young people to be able to invest in stocks, what it means to save for the future, and the importance of planning. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Thomasville National Bank Financial Podcast. Hello, everyone. My name is Melvin Hugens. I am the Community Resource uh, Officer for Thomasville National Bank. And today I have with me Ms. Krista Peace, who is a financial investor at Thomasville National Bank Financial Services. Krista has a wealth of knowledge about investing, and today she is going to explain to middle school and high school students the uh, importance of stocks, the importance of investing, and what they can do to be ready for that. So I'll start off. Hey, Krista, how are you doing today? I'm well. I'm glad to be here. I like the pun, wealth of knowledge. Um, very applicable to what we do here at TMB Financial. So I'm happy to be here and, and talk about stocks. All right. Awesome. 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 Krista and I met uh, a couple of years ago. Krista um, and the TNB Financial Services team did some work at an elementary school that I was working at. And they came in and they actually read and invested uh, into that school. And we took some trips to Savannah. And Krista was a part of that. And so I've really gotten to know her and appreciate her um, desire to really help young people. So thanks again, Krista. And why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and your position at Thomasville National Bank? Um, yeah, very good. I'm a financial advisor here, and I've, I've been here for about three and a half years. I'm a newbie compared to most of us here, um, but my husband and I, we moved here from Boston, Massachusetts, and up there I worked at an investment firm as well, and, um, you know, kind of taking us back in time a little bit to when I was in high school, and kind of, I'll share with, with y'all what led me to be a financial advisor, and high school I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was focused on sports and getting good grades and um, hoped something would pan out from there. Um, and actually in high school I, I did not enjoy math nor was I good at it. So um, I thought maybe I would go the English route or something along those lines. But when I got to college I actually uh, became really good at math and I really enjoyed it. and. Thought I wanted to pursue something in the business realm and after taking a few economics classes I just really enjoyed those topics and it was a broad enough area of study where I could kind of take that in many different ways again because I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do so I graduated with a degree in economics and then after college I had a few different jobs to kind of again be learn how to be an adult and figure out what you want to do and what you don't want to do. Um, eventually that led me to work at an investment firm in Boston and then here at TMB Financial as a financial advisor. Um, so I think the, the moral of the story is if you're 
not good at a certain subject now, that doesn't mean you're not going to be good at it for the rest of your life. There's opportunity to learn and, and appreciate subjects that you might not appreciate now. Um, and you, you don't need to know what you want to do now. You will figure it out along the way and it takes a little trial and error and doing a wide variety of jobs to, to uh, kind of nail down where you want to go and what you want to do for the rest of your life. It's, it's a process and I think we're all still trying to figure that out even as adults. So <laughs> Absolutely. I totally agree with you, Krista. I totally agree. And that is a fact that I did not know about you. I did not realize that you were from Boston, Massachusetts, and now you are here in Thomasville. What a travel. Yes. Well, I'm actually born and raised in Florida. Okay. And then I went to college in Pennsylvania, and then I went even farther north up to Boston, and now I came back. So I kind of did the whole East Coast circle. Wow. <laughs> wow. I did not realize that. Awesome. 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 Well, we're glad that you're here in Thomasville. I love being here. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Okay, Krista, let's go into a little bit about why we're here today. I'm hoping to give students an opportunity to understand what stocks are. And you would be the perfect person to tell us about that. Can you go ahead and dig in right there? Let's start with what are stocks and give us a kind of a brief description of, of course. what they are. Yep. Yep. Um, I'll start a little bit before stocks and where that where they come into play. So there's a lot of different ways to make money. The primary way to make money, of course, is through your job. So um, again, once you're employed and, and have a, a job where you're making some money, at some point, then you gotta think about how you want your money to make money. So that's where stocks come into play. So. Stocks are a, uh, an asset class and it's a way to invest your money and have ownership in a company. So when you buy one share of Apple stock, you're actually becoming an owner of Apple. And so, um, you know, you may be a very small owner with one share, but you are, you are buying into the company as an owner and in return, you know, you're, you're providing the funds as the investment in return, you're getting that stock. And the goal would be as Apple grows, as they make better products, as they come out with more iPads and iWatches, and um, as they become more profitable and their management continues to develop, um, theoretically, the stock will go up in value as the company becomes more valuable. So you, when, you, when you buy a stock, you want to own a stock in a very uh, high quality, durable, profitable company because the better the company does, the better the stock will do. Of course, there's always um, situations, different situations where that's not necessarily the case, but in theory, that's what a stock is when the company does well, the stock price will increase in value, and that's how you make your money. So. For example, back to Apple, if you buy one share of Apple these days, it'll cost you about $110 a share. And over time, that stock price will increase. And let's say 10 years from now, it's worth, uh, well, if, if you go back and look at Apple's return over the past 10 years, you would have earned an incredible return of about 90% a year. But let's use maybe Coke as an example of another stock. 
Uh, over the past 10 years, if you held Coke, you would have earned about 6% a year. So let's say we buy Coke today and hold it for another 10 years. Um, right now it's worth about $48 a share. In 10 years, it may be worth $85 a share. And so then in 10 years, if you sell it, you just made a profit of about $37 for one share. So that's how you make money in stocks is you buy low and sell high and you make that profit. Great explanation, Krista. That was a really good example, especially with Apple and Coke. And, and those are two very different companies. Mm-hmm. Apple is a high growth, big tech company that we all know and depend on. Um, Coke is a, a very good product as well, but it's not as uh, high growth as Apple. So like I said, over the past 10 years, Apple has returned about over 90% a year, which is unbelievable, where Coke has returned about 6% a year. So big difference in returns, and you got a high growth, big tech company versus a consumer staple sure. where people kind of drink Coke regardless mm-hmm. of what's going on in the environment, in the economy. So yeah. uh, two very different companies, and there's there's a lot more we can go into there, but I'll just kind of leave it at that. We'll, maybe that's the next, next podcast where we dive into different companies. So. Sure. Absolutely, absolutely. So, tell me, you just kind of explained the importance of planning by investing, and you talked about returns when a person invests in stock. Talk to me about who can invest. Is it just people who have a lot of money? Is it people who are rich and famous? Are they the only people who can invest? Who can actually invest and purchase stock? You do not have to be rich or famous to invest. You can be, um, you can have any amount of money and invest, even if it's $50, you can invest. So, um, especially these days, it's so with technology and different apps and whatnot, whatnot, it's so affordable and cheap to invest. So for example, an app like E-Trade or Robinhood, you essentially can open up an account for free and buy a stock basically for free and um, and let it grow. So you really don't need much money. Um, and the importance of, there's a, there's a lot here, but the importance of investing uh, now while you're young is you have the benefit of time. So, um, you know, I would recommend even if you have, you know, $10 a week set aside, open up an account and, and start investing. And with time on your side, um, you will do very well over the long term. Okay, great point. So the younger you invest, the better opportunity you have in the future. Exactly right. The younger, the better. All right, good deal. Awesome, great advice. All right, so if I was a middle school student, a teenager getting ready to go into high school or graduate from high school, or if I was a college freshman, What advice would you give me about investing? I think the golden rule with investing is don't put all of your eggs in one basket. So, um, you know, I I talked about you can open up an account and with $50 you can invest. That is absolutely the case. But I think the best way to have to start out investing is own a broadly diversified portfolio. So let's say you what not to do, put all of your money in one stock. Um, let's say, let's use the example of Sears, which 
probably most people on this podcast may not have heard of before, but, That's true. That's true. <laughs> but Sears used to be a really well-run company. Um, let's say you put all your money in Sears over the years and now it is worth nothing. It went bankrupt and you would not have made much money with that Sears investment. So what is important is to own a little bit of everything. And so my advice to people just starting out investing would be to own what we call an index fund. So it's a very affordable, back to your question, anyone can invest, it's a very affordable way to own a broad basket of stocks. So when you buy one share of a, a S&P 500 index fund, you're buying exposure to 500 different companies. So you're you're spreading out your risk. If one company doesn't do well, it's it's not going to put you under and you have exposure to a handful of companies that will do very well. So an index fund and a broadly diversified portfolio would be my advice advice to people starting out investing. Great, great. So you use some great words today. Index fund? Index fund. Yes. Yes, you use that as a, a key word for uh, young people to keep in mind. You use the word invest, you use the word return. Any other concepts of stocks you want for kids to learn today? Um, <clears throat> I would say another important golden rule, and we kind of already touched on this, and a, a phrase that is, is uh, very common in investing is called compounding interest. So. Like I said, when you start out young, young people have you know the next 50 to 70 years that they can grow their money. So in that compounding interest really adds up and makes a huge difference. So using the example of um, a famous investor, his name's Warren Buffett, um, very famous investor who started out investing at age 11 and he is now 90 and still in, still actively investing. Um, he's worth about $85 billion. So <laughs> um, that's an extreme example, but the importance of that story is he's been investing since age 11 and he has accumulated much of his wealth over the years. Yes, he's a, he has experienced great returns, investment returns over the years, but his real secret is time. So the fact that he's been investing for basically 80 years, he's had time to let his money grow and to earn a return. That is a great example, Krista. Um, great example, good history right there. Warren Buffett is well known for his wealth and most people think that he obtained that wealth by doing nothing. So great <laughs> example for the kids to know that hard work pays off and uh, making a decision to invest at early ages will pay off Yep. in uh, a very good way. All right, we're gonna close up today. I want Krista to kind of finish up with the final question. And Krista, if you were a high school, middle school, college student right now with the knowledge that you have as an adult, what would you tell your college self about investing in stocks? I would say, kind of back to what we already talked about, um, I would say, Krista, buy fewer things when you're 20 years old. You don't need that, whatever it may be, that latte, you know, at Starbucks or what, whatever the case may be. 
save, you know, put aside, whether it's 10, $20 a week, put that aside now while you're 20 and um, just start the habit of saving, even if it's a small dollar amount. And over time, you'll be able to save more and more. But if you can start saving and investing now and forego a few things that you probably don't need right now, um, you'll be in a, a much better situation when you're you know, starting a career and buying a house and, and, and having children. And, and you'll be much more financially stable because you started out young and you, you know and understand the process and discipline of saving. Great advice, Krista. All right, everyone. That ends our first podcast for uh, Thomasville National Bank Financial Literacy. Krista, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for inviting me. I love being here. Looking forward to doing more. All right. Well, stay tuned and Krista will definitely be contributing more as we make more podcasts. Have a great day, students. And remember, invest now and enjoy the benefits in the future. Thanks for joining us today. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Thomasville National Bank Financial Literacy Podcast. Have a great day.